everyone, welcome to Comedy Month. It's August. We've decided August is Comedy Month, and we're going to do a short episode every Tuesday that's about a comedy and is shorter than our usual episodes because we tend to go on tangents. Right, Lita? <laughs> we sure do. <laughs> uh, we have another guest with us today, uh, Robert Aiken. We have two Robs in a row. Too many Robs. Yeah, we know opinion. a lot of Roberts. Yeah, it's too common of a name. <laughs> <laughs> Say hi, Rob. What? what? What you think we're all alike? Is that what this is? Yeah, exactly. You not, are all, hashtag, you're all the same. Hashtag not all Robs, okay? Now I am become Robert, bringer of death. <laughs> what, you guys are related? No, actually we're not. Just because we're the same first name. Does not mean we don't know each other. It's like a cult. Oh, I thought all you Robs knew each other. Okay. We, don't, we, we don't send memos to one another, no. <laughs> um, oh. Today we're doing Anchorman. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> don't, don't sound so enthused, Lita. Jeez. I didn't like it. Yeah. I don't understand why not. You're like the only well, person that like doesn't. We'll get into that uh, yeah. after our intro. Uh, so I'm Jackie. And I'm Lita, and this is Why Haven't You Watched That? Lita, you did not enjoy this movie, I take it. No, it's not my type of movie. It's not my type of comedy. And I, like, this is 14 years too late to be seeing it for me you know it is it kind of is uh so rob you obviously you like this movie i very much do i i, I do like this movie um it, it may be 14 years too late for you but it is a period piece from the 70s so it is it is not only just ahead of its time but kind of behind its time as well so it's yeah. Get that weird microcosm of, <laughs> am I using big words right now to make it seem like this is a much better movie than it is? Because it's a fun movie. It's it's not supposed to be, like, critically acclaimed. Oh, no. Even yeah. though, like, tr- truth be told, it is, like, on list of, like, some of the best comedies of all time. Bravo has it listed as one of the honey- 100 funniest movies ever. 100 is a lot of movies. <laughs> okay, in the history of, like, the world, in the history of, like, movies, there's been... Decades of cinematic movies, and <laughs> I know cinematic movies is redundant, but <laughs> but to be number one hundred, even as it's a stupid movie, let's be honest, it's a stupid movie, but it's yeah. an enjoyable stupid movie. My ribs hurt already from laughing. So <laughs> yeah, I'm we're off to a great more, start. I'm laughing Do, more during this podcast already than I did during the movie. So. I was just gonna laugh. I was gonna ask you, are you laughing more in the three minutes we've we've been doing this than? Yeah. Oh, that's that's sad. I laughed out loud twice. Do you want to hear the two laugh out louds that I had? Please. Do you want me to... Should I guess? Yeah, you should guess. Okay. I'm going to guess the first time was when Ron Burgundy and uh, Veronica Corningstone were talking in the office and she saw his... the pleats in his pants. No. Okay, because yeah, that, that, that wasn't it. <laughs> I, that, that's kind of like a surprising moment. So, mm. okay. Nope. All right. Better give them to me then. Because I'm, right. I'm going to do terrible with the can other I, can one. I, so. Can I guess one since I actually know you, Lita? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, was 
One of them, possibly, I'm in a glass case of emotion. No. Oh, okay. It's a very quotable line. Uh, it is quotable. I've heard a lot of people quote it before, so that's... Yeah, thing. that might not have as much of an impact. That's right. another thing with movies like this, is that like everyone quoted them ad nauseum, so when you actually see it in the movie, it's not as funny, so like I can't fault the movie for that. Right. I fault like my surroundings for that. Uh, no, the first one was when... Paul Rudd is wearing Sex Panther, and the lady goes, just a random lady passing says, it smells like Bigfoot's dick. Yes, that's a, that's a good line. <laughs> and the second one was when the camera guy shrieked after he said, go fuck yourself, San Diego, or fuck off, San Diego. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> so that was, you like, laugh- a perfect moment. Yeah, so you laughed at, like, some of the ones that aren't quoted as much aren't as big moments yeah, those yeah. are more like moments really than like actual like quotable lines i mean the well the big, smells like bigfoot's dick. dick is pretty quotable I yeah. right but no one ever says it right yeah i've never heard anyone say that before i've heard like all of the other lines that i feel like people laughed at a lot are, are you doing something, Robert? <laughs> it no. sounds like you're brushing your teeth. <laughs> I am not brushing my teeth. I, I was moving my microphone. I guess it was rubbing against my shirt. I'm not really sure. <laughs> is is that better so, right here? Just like our guest just randomly starts to start like brushing their teeth during uh, the episode. That'd be Dental great. Dental hygiene is super important. It yes. is. Uh, <laughs> Very conscious of that, apparently. Uh, 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 am I better now? I'm not yeah, you're brushing good. my teeth. Good. Okay, you're I'm good. gonna floss now. That's okay. <laughs> uh, so, Lita, what would you say makes this like not your type of comedy and not really your sense of humor? A couple things. Um, I don't super like crude humor, and I this isn't really even that crude, but like boner jokes. And, like, poop jokes and stuff like that. I don't like it. Um, I don't really like stuff that is self-aware. Like, they're making fun of misogyny and saying that women can't do things. But that's, like, not what people take away from this movie, I feel like. Like, all the middle school boys that I knew that liked this movie... We're just like, oh, I'm just going to go around saying shut your whore mouth because I'm 12 and I don't understand, yeah, like, nuance. <laughs> yeah, there is that kind of uh, double-edged sword with anything that's even slightly satirical is the people who do take wind up taking it at face value. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, a difficult thing. And I, I feel like sometimes the movie does kind of, like, lean into it a bit too much. Yeah. And you get a little carried away. Yeah, even if the line's like a Danny Trejo's line that's like, you're going to have to learn how to deal with women being as good at things as you at some point. Mm-hmm. And then it's just kind of like... And it doesn't feel like lip service because it is sort of what the movie is saying, but it's also just like swept under the rug enough that like it doesn't make as much of an impact. Yeah, I love Danny Trejo. Yeah. He's great. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I have to say, like even looking back at like the cast list for this movie, like... It's it's a stacked cast. It is. Top to bottom. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of big names in this. Yeah, and... I mean, you, you have the main crew of, like, Will Ferrell, Paul Rudd, Steve Carell before he became, like, a big deal. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, Christina Applegate. But then you even go into, like, the minor cast, you know, Fred Willard's in this movie. Vince Vaughn's on the, uh, pretty much in the second half of this movie. 
Jack Black makes an appearance at one yeah. point. Yeah. Even Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen's in this movie. It's probably yeah, one of yeah. his first big movies. Yeah, I forgot. I, I didn't realize he was in this too, and I was watching. I was like, hey! <laughs> <laughs> I know that guy. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised that Franco didn't pop up somewhere, but I guess he was still doing, like, Spider-Man and stuff. <laughs> yeah, he was He was too busy with uh, emo Spider-Man, I think, at the time. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Spider-Man 3, the one we won't talk about. <laughs> the one that must uh, not be named. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Still a better love story than Twilight. No, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I my, know. <laughs> I watched it on Prime, and they have, like, the... We have details about the cast when, like, certain people are on screen and stuff like that. Like, you can, they have it connected to IMDb, and okay. you can go check in on there. But it has the amount of people that are billed in the cast listed as 69, so I did like that. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Nice. And that probably wasn't even their intention, because I don't even think, like, Seth, Seth Rogen, for example, I don't think he was credited originally. Mm-hmm. I think the fact that he became a big deal after this is why people know who he is. Yeah. Like his, his character's name is Scotty and they never even I think he's in one scene and they never even like say his name I don't think. Yeah, I so think he's in two. They like tried to like make him an actual character even though he was just like a throw-in basically. Yeah. I did um, like the uh, Tampa Bay shout out with the water skiing squirrel because that's exactly <laughs> how Tampa is. <laughs> I'm not lying to you. <laughs> I believe that. That that squirrel thing is like it's pretty funny because I, I feel like that's like the clip that's used in a lot of things. I'm not I'm not mistaken. I think when they do like a whole montage and dodgeball for like ESPN eight the Ocho where they show like the obscure sports. I'm pretty sure they have the squirrel on the yeah. I think I remember on the that. skis because that's like one of those like typical like things that that happens all the time. Yeah, I think do- <laughs> yeah dodgeball is in a very similar vein to this movie too. Yes. Yeah. yeah. A lot of similar casts as well. Yeah, it's another one that I have not watched, and again, a lot of that is because like I just never really wanted to watch movies like that before. Yeah, it's. I mean, the thing like I, I'm not, I'm kind of in the middle between you guys between like disliking this movie and loving it. Like I think, like because I did see this when it came out, so when the jokes were like still fresh to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a lot of the stuff watching again, it did land. It did land for me again the second time, even though like so much of it has been like meme to death and like quoted endlessly and stuff just because it's been so long and it's such a famous comedy. But I did laugh out loud a number of times, like at stuff I forgot, especially I'm very important. I have many leather bound books. <laughs> <laughs> My apartment smells of rich mahogany. <laughs> and stuff See, like I feel like it's funnier hearing people in the world say it instead of in yeah. the movie. I don't know why. <laughs> no, no, I completely get it cuz like even when I was watching I was thinking about like watching like a like is it, yeah, watching the lines out of context in the real world and thinking about it and it's mm-hmm. funny. And it is funny in the movie too, but it is honestly does feel more fun to quote it than to watch it sometimes. Yeah. Um th- this movie truthfully like especially when it came out in 2004 that's 14 years ago now and Steve Carell when he uh has his role uh he he steals his movie for oh, sure I love like he steals every part. scene every yeah. scene he's in he steals and his lines are just fantastic you know everyone quotes I love lamp is like the most probably yeah. one of the more iconic yeah. uh lines of, I don't of know the what we're yelling movie. about <laughs> I don't know what we're yelling about That's me <laughs> I, no, I wrote that down, and I, I wrote down that quote, and I wrote, Lita, that's you. <laughs> like, that's literally what I wrote down looking at it right now. <laughs> literally, I wrote down, Steve Carell is me. <laughs> yeah. 
I think to this day I still invite people to the pants party. Like I, I feel like that's still something people are like. Oh, is that from Anchorman? Like they they still understand. <laughs> like and then he's like he turns to the other guy and he's like, "Do you do you, you want to go to the pants party? <laughs> no, okay, let's go." Yeah, that was cute. I did. I didn't like laugh out loud at that moment, but it definitely got a chuckle. Yeah. If it's okay with you guys, I want to take just a, like three minutes to try to defend this movie and go why ahead. it's it's supposed to be. Um, you know, th- this movie. Uh, it's stupid. Obviously it's stupid. I'm willing to admit that it's stupid, but I'm still willing to admit that it's like a fun movie to watch. It's also nice, you know, for an hour and a half, it's nice and easy and digestible. You don't have to spend a long time and really understand characters. But the good part about it is it takes everything that it talks about and kind of similar to like what Dodgeball does in terms of like the way sports is presented. It takes the news and really kind of shows, even back then, how much people like respected the news and respected like the the news anchors and how much they really don't know anything that they're talking about. Like they, these are idiots that are presenting things to you and you think they're like the smartest people in the world and they are not because they don't know anything that they're talking about, which is hilarious to me because I feel like, and I'm not trying to do a whole fake news thing here, but people do look at that and say, you know, do these anchors really know what they're talking about or are they just reading off of a prompter? And yeah. in this movie, they literally are reading off of a prompter. And you kind of see a shift in the characters as time goes on that these guys, you know, I, I think they, they understand what they're doing and what they're talking about, that uh, as time goes on, um, Ron Burgundy kind of looks at the whole female dynamic a little bit differently. I think they all kind of, learn to kind of change that way a little bit as, as time goes on. Well said. Okay. I will I will say that, like, the, the characters in this movie are very distinct. Yes. And, like, they're memorable, and they're obviously, they're well-acted and well-portrayed. So it's better than, like, a lot of comedies where, like, all the characters just kind of, like, blur together. Yeah. It's kind of like a cacophony of, <laughs> we're wacky, you know? And, right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's something that is uh, said for this movie, for sure. I also feel like everyone, like, you know, granted that uh, Steve Carell's character is just, like, bizarre. But they kind <laughs> yeah. of explain that that Brick has, I guess, some sort of mental issue. And they don't really address that in the 70s because nobody really knows what that's about. But everybody else kind of does what they do for a reason. They're not just being weird or strange for the sake of being strange for like because it's a movie and that you have to keep the plot going like everyone Mm -hmm. does things for reasons that you can kind of figure out like i understand why he's doing that like no one goes out of character the entire movie which i feel is nice as well yeah i also appreciate how like they made brick uh, an advisor to bush yes (laughs) that that hit especially in 2004 that that really hit yeah yeah (laughs) yeah Oh, 2004. Yes. That was like, oh man, that was when the Bush hating really started for me. <laughs> uh, they, they even have uh, Brian Fantana become a host of Intercourse Island on the Fox reality. Yeah. Which, which makes sense in 2004 when everything was reality. Yeah, because of the writer's strike. and Exactly. I'm so glad that we've gotten away from that. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're still there, but they're not, it's not like everything is dominated by reality now, which is better, truthfully. Yeah. It is. Lita, I will speak to the, the sequel, even though I know we're not talking about the sequel. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's literally no reason for you to watch the sequel, especially because you didn't <laughs> like the first one. I was um, worried for a second. I was like, he's not going to recommend the sequel, is he? <laughs> no, I especially won't. It, it's essentially they took the first movie and did it pretty much. There, there are even scenes that are identical to the first movie. Yeah. 
So like the second Avengers. Ouch. Ouch. <laughs> you're, you're gonna, you just got... And they had aliens too? Or robots or whatever it was? I can't even get the plot lines of the two Avengers movies. They I didn't? But you are you are making a lot of people in their basements very angry right now by talking this way. We already did that with the Dark Knight episode. We're oh, just up in the ante now. Yeah. You're doubling no, down. I I definitely like. I never want to shit on anyone for enjoying something that like doesn't hurt anyone, you know. Right. And like, there were a couple lines in this movie where I was like, eh, but also it was 2004 and. Right. They're not punching down. They're making a point. It's satirical. Exactly. Like, even how Christina Applegate ends up with Will Ferrell. She's like, there's like 72%, 72 other men or whatever she that says. That was a She's 72% certain, 72% certain that she loves him. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But there's like a thousand other men that she could be with instead oh, or something like that. absolutely. And so, like, I liked that tongue-in-cheek reference to, like, the pretty gorgeous lady with everything in the world gets with the weirdo funny guy that's right. everybody likes for some reason yeah. <laughs> this was, that also was mo- before knocked up yeah that's true that's and it was just the both were judd apatow though right yeah yeah um this is also like a movie that was really built on like the shock value of like not even just like some of the jokes and some of like the physical comedy but also like some of the cameos that they got mm-hmm. for this movie like ben stiller just shows up during the fight scene and I don't think you realized that Vince Vaughn was even going to be in this because it wasn't like, like no one really knew beyond like the, the, really the main five who was going to be in this movie. And when they pull out, even like Danny Trejo as the bartender, yeah. they're yeah. like, oh my God, Danny Trejo's in this? Jack Black's a motorcyclist? Like every, they just, they wanted to just kind of hit you with like, this is a lot of fun. And I, I feel like that's good. Like this was not a, a movie that's supposed to win any awards or anything like that. No one looks at this and says, this is like the, Will Ferrell's best acting job of all time. He's, <laughs> he he says it's his favorite character to play. I'm sure it was a lot I, of fun oh, to I'm play. Sure. I'm sure this character is so much fun to play. I'm sure that's the only reason they even did the the sequel because there really was truthfully no plot. They just had a much bigger budget and had like explosions and stuff in it, yeah. but they didn't have it in the first one, and that's literally the only difference, truthfully. Yeah, I mean, at least in the second one, they were critiquing a uh, 24 hour news. Yes. That would be the only thing I would say was really new about it. Right. I, I, I feel like they were doing a, a very good job of kind of being satirical of, like, why do you like this? Why do you like these people? Like, they're not <laughs> doing anything for you. And even the first one, like, that, too. Like, yeah, you like all these guys, and you're, like, weird out that there's a girl giving you the ner- the news, but, like, she's good. She does what she has to do. And, like, they kind of shined a weird light in that and kind of, like, the way and they also kind of took every aspect of like you could turn on your local news and probably see people that are just like these people even now and they're supposed to be in the 70s and they're acting like this then yeah and it's just that's how news has been for almost 50 years now as you can basically get the same people that like get really giddy all of a sudden when the weather comes on and like mm-hmm. when when the sports comes on you know you're they're kind of wrapping up and there's not much else to talk about and then there's panda watch everyone likes panda watch <laughs> They're, they're watch. watching Panda Watch like something's supposed to happen here. Like how many times do you turn on, how many times do you turn on your news and like there's breaking news. There's, you know, there's breaking news every day just about, but you turn it on and they're talking about something and you're like, okay, nothing's actually happening. So why are we still on this? Yeah. And yet they're there for 20 minutes and nothing new happens. That was like Panda Watch. giraffe. <laughs> exactly. People watched the giraffe for weeks until yeah. the giraffe had a baby. And then it just happened. And then that was the end of the, that you heard about it. You never heard anything else about it. 
Yeah. So it it's it does a nice job of kind of like making fun of itself and not taking itself too seriously. But this is not like a movie that like anyone's gonna look at and be like, This is how you should write a movie and this is this is the way that you go about it. It's 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 easy, it's digestible, it's it's something you can put on if you don't know what you're gonna do, like on a like a, a weekday night and you wanna put a movie on, like you could put this on and you can watch it and be like, Okay, I'll kill an hour and a half by watching this and if you get a chuckle or two out of it, it's fine. Yeah. I, I'm certainly obviously not opposed to, like, dumb, stupid, fun movies. I love plenty of dumb, stupid, fun movies. Yeah, but it does have there. to hit the right buttons for you. And obviously, uh, this movie isn't going to hit the right buttons for everybody. And I, I, do, I do get the reasons why you don't, didn't really enjoy this lead. I also, when I was watching again, I've forgotten the part where Jack Black kicks the dog. Yeah, I was... Here, and I was like, Lita's gonna be very upset until the dog is revealed to be okay. Yeah. But, but like, you could tell when he kicks it that it's clearly not actually oh, a dog. Like, Yeah, I know. So that they're but, even able to take something like that and be like, we're clearly not hurting this dog. Like, well, everyone's okay. Well, no, it's even just, like, sentiment. in the plot. That's yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the sentiment of stuff like that that really makes me mad. But, like, it's not as bad as, like, the one um, National Lampoon movie where they, like, drag the dog to its death behind oh, the car. Oh, yeah. Which oh. I... Fuck that movie. I've never <laughs> seen movie. National Lampoon. I, fuck I, all I, those movies and fuck Chevy Chase. Yeah, well, th- those that... are really the kind of comedy movies I don't enjoy. Right. Stuff like yeah. National Lampoon. No, I've I hate never it. had any interest in seeing it. My whole family really likes Christmas Vacation, and like one of my roommates really liked it, and I'm like, I don't oh, understand. Oh wait. oh, wait, no, I did see one. I saw Las Vegas Vacation. Uh, you probably I... saw the worst one, honestly. Yeah, I was, like, a kid at the time, though, so I didn't really, like, get it at all. All like, right. I can remember from that movie is, like, the daughter in that one outfit. <laughs> yes. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't think I've seen that one. Out. Yeah, because, like, she's, like, about to, like, she's going to try to be a stripper or something, I think. I don't remember what, I don't remember what happened, but is she was it? wearing, like, this, like, I, little me was, like, that outfit's so cool. And then also, like, the inner Venus. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't Christina Applegate in those movies? She's the daughter, think, right? In, no. in Christmas Vacation, I think. Yeah, but they, they changed it. Uh, they changed it every movie. Yeah. Oh, okay. um, so like, it's kind of the running movie. joke of, like, how they, they change it all the time. I think that Christina Applegate is in Christmas Vacation, but I might be wrong. Uh, you are wrong. Let's, <laughs> uh, no, because I, I, I'm looking at her, uh, her credentials. Uh, Who is it? It's somebody like her, though. We'll look it up later, or tonight. I don't know. Uh, I got it. It's Juliette Lewis. That's who it was. Oh, you could, that was like super wrong. Yeah, <laughs> she's she's in something that is in the same vein when she was younger. Besides, like the show that she was in. Was it Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead? Is that what you're thinking of? No. Okay, because that was a good movie, actually. <laughs> that that was like more of like a like a kids thing. Like kids are they can run things and kids are responsible sort of thing. But it was, yeah. was kind of strange. I'll I'll think of it later. Okay. I don't know. I don't know who I'm thinking of. Um, oh. But yeah, I, I figured that, like, the dog would come back at the end because I was like, they're not gonna straight up kill a dog in the right. movie. But I was like, that moment happened and I was like, fuck this movie. Ah! <laughs> yeah, I think that was, like, when you texted me, you are like, yep, I hate this movie. I'm like, I bet you got to the part yeah, where the that, dog was kicked off it. the bridge. What an emotional roller coaster. I was like, ooh, Jack Black. And then I was like, fuck Jack Black. What are yeah. you doing? <laughs> Jack Black is the worst person in the world. <laughs> I am boycotting Tenacious D now for some reason. <laughs> I'm really sensitive about uh, certain things like that in movies, so yeah. I'm just a little baby. <laughs> well, it's... <laughs> 
It's all good. Uh, something also, I wa- Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Just, this is literally my last note, too. Um, why does everyone think that Indian food smells bad? Like, the Sex Panther scene, and they're like, oh, it smells like Indian food wrapped in something. And I was like, Indian food smells amazing. I don't know why everyone thinks that Indian food smells bad. Because white people. Right. It smells it, so good. Well, it's also, it's San Diego in the 70s, so they don't really know what, like, ethnicity and, like, food is. Like, they're very much, like, still, like, in the Valley Girl kind of area still. So I, I don't know if there's a lot of culture. And I'm probably crapping on San Diego in the 70s by saying this. All of our San Diego viewers. All the San Diegans. Listeners. San Diego. Who grew up Angelins. in the 70s are switching us off now. Yes. Yeah. Your, your demographic of 50-year-olds from San Diego, are, that's all gone. All our listeners, <laughs> uh, but no, they they said it was like uh, it was like a, a used diaper, in, in with uh, with Indian yeah. food. So it yeah. was like that plus like a poop smell. So it's not like necessarily the Indian yeah thing. I think maybe it was like it really smells bad. But there's also like a hint of something in there. Maybe that's what the ethnicity <laughs> came think, in. I guess it's probably just to indicate a strong odor. Yes, yeah, that's yeah. true. Because yeah. Indian food is a strong odor. There's no doubt about that. Whether or not you like it, you know it's a strong odor. Yeah. Positive or negative. <laughs> uh, so so... I, I think I sold you on the Indian food. If I don't sell you on the movie, at least I sold you on the Indian <laughs> food part. So that, that's a win, I guess. Yeah. Uh, something I wrote down, this is pretty much my last note to you. Uh, always the bear pit scene. Reminds me of Game of Thrones and <laughs> Jamie Lannister and Brienne of Tarth and Jamie jumping into the bear pit and the meme that has him saying, I immediately regret this decision. <laughs> Do you think that uh, Judd Apatow based that scene off of those books? I don't, I don't know because I forget when uh, the second book came out. I'm not sure if it was before that or not. I think it had to I would have been the third book. The third book, actually. I'm going to look this up right now. Hold I think on. that the fourth book came out in, like, 2011? No, the fifth book came out in 2011. No. Right? Uh, maybe. There was, like, a really no. big gap in between the fourth and the fifth. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Beast for Crows was the fourth one. And then... God damn it, Wikipedia! Why are you making this so difficult to find out? Hold on. It's because they didn't. Storm, hire me. Storm of Swords came out in two thousand, so they could have based it off of that scene. Yeah, who can never be sure? Yeah, it, it's possible, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's that's what I'm gonna choose to believe. Uh, I think I was, it's canon. It it is. It is now. We decided. Uh, I uh, I was so obsessed with them back when I still gave a shit about Game of Thrones. <laughs> Me too. I Aww. wish that the show hadn't ruined like yeah. any hope that I had for the books being finished and actually yeah. reading them. Winds of Winter. It we're never. It's never gonna. It's coming. Is it? <laughs> is it? <laughs> he says it's coming. It's coming. He's been saying that for how long now? Exactly. I, I know. I know. Uh, seven years, I yeah. think. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, I mean, it could be sympathetic because it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. I mean, he literally has to have other people help him keep track of what's happened in his own books because, yeah. like, they're and, and, so big. And whose fault is that, George? Yeah. Edit. <laughs> Jeez, Cut we down don't the need characters, like, man. all the damn random chapters of random characters and just nonsense. All of the who is it? Uh, I don't even remember his name anymore. The boring guy. 
Which one? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Gotta make it a little bit more specific. The one who, the smuggler guy. I mean, oh, he's, Davos. Yeah, he's nice in the the show, but he's so boring yeah, he's in not. The books. Uh, yeah, as a POV character, not he's the greatest. Real I, yeah. I do like him in the show, though. I agree. Uh, so yeah, we're actually making really good time. I think we can do final thoughts now. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I have any final thoughts. I think we should let Rob maybe wrap it up. Oh, thank you guys. Um, no, I. I as far as final thoughts, you know, this is not a movie that if you want to see a critically acclaimed movie that, like, hits you emotionally. But there, there is a little bit of a heart in this movie. It's not all about just poop jokes. I mean, there, there's plenty of movies that do that. Uh, this is just a movie with a, a really funny cast that obviously gets along with each other very well and, and has some, some nice improv moments. And uh, it's just it's something that you can pop on really, you know, kind of whenever you want to and uh, has a great... Uh, soundtrack from the 70s and uh, just a, a nice little enjoyable movie for a 90 plus minute movie. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's all I got. <laughs> and, and also milk was a bad choice. I, I it can, was a bad choice. I can choice. concur on that. It is a bad choice. It's yeah. always a bad choice. Milk is a horrible choice. Yes. Just... In, in the sun. It's not good. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, I think I said before too, I'm like, I mean, I do enjoy watching this movie, but I definitely get the parts of it that didn't really hit home with you, Lita, for sure. Uh, so I think we had a nice balanced episode. I think we're starting off comedy month really nicely. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's still fun. I love talking about everything. Uh, so stay tuned for another episode next week. Thanks for coming on, Rob. Uh, the- do you have stuff you want to plug for uh, the show? No, that that's okay. I mean, uh, I'm sure you guys have had people involved with uh, with some of the other projects that I know. Yeah. Um, that I know you guys are doing with between Sketchprov and all that other stuff. So yeah. you yep. catch me on there, and uh, yeah, pretty yeah. much it. Yeah, catch Rob on the Sketchprov podcast if you haven't listened to it yet after our episode with Mike. Uh, and also be sure to follow us on Twitter YWT Podcast and rate and review us on iTunes. And we will actually see you next week. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> you get yeah. so much more of us. It's amazing. <laughs> I know you're all so excited. Just like trembling in anticipation. Just waiting. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, definitely go and listen to the Sketchprov podcast because that is something that made me laugh out loud consistently when I was listening to the couple episodes that I've had a chance to listen to. So yeah, it's that's great. like pretty good praise for me, I feel like. It is. It is. <laughs> Alright, so I've been Jackie. I've been Lita. And and I've been Rob. Do I, I, do, do I plug in? <laughs> no, I, I, I you sure have, buddy. <laughs> I, I run Burgundy. <laughs> and this has been Why Haven't You Watched That? <laughs> <laughs>